0: Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo, Maheshwaraha, Guru Sakshat Param Brahma, Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha, Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. The 34th mantra. Dehendriyadi sakala jada avabhasakatvena atma chidru pahai ki chidatmanu bhavasiddhi samyak bhuyat. Let this experience be distinctly clear and perfect. Samyak bhuyat. Let there be no doubt, no confusion, no incompleteness. Therefore, samyak bhuyat. What experience? Atma chidrupaha iti. The self is consciousness. When we say the self is consciousness, then it means there is no, no known difference. Therefore, although this statement is made, but it doesn't mean that we have understood. Like you know, in Kieropanishad. Avijnatam vijanatam vijnatam avijanatam. So one should not have that understanding that I know now I am consciousness, I am not the body, I am not the mind, I am not the intellect. The parrot is talking. Okay. So if the consciousness is the self, when this statement is given as a blessing, what exactly it should mean? Okay. So consciousness doesn't require any authority to prove its existence. Consciousness being one without a second, there is no comparison. Consciousness being without beginning and end, there is no fear of extinction. See. So when these things start happening, then we are functioning through the body but no more functioning as the body. We are functioning through the mind or the sense organs, but their shortcomings or abilities or disabilities, they are not going to influence us. When this experience becomes firm, without any doubt, then this statement we have understood. Atma chidrupa iti chidatman siddhi samyad bhuya. If small little things are disturbing us, see. so when the body is disturbing us, then we have taken this world as real. If the mind is disturbing us, then we are taking the experiences of this world as real. Experiences depend on, not the object of experience, but on the quality of the mind where experiences are happening. If one is disturbed for something or the other and that time some experience happens, it will create a reaction in the mind because the mind is already disturbed. And if the mind is at peace, then, whatever may be the experience, it will not disturb. Therefore, let us understand, <coughs> Chidatma hamasmi, I am the Chidatma. What is the burden of this statement? So, these are the two things. We know more function as the body, but we function through the body. We no more function as the mind, but we function through the mind. And if the mind is not behaving properly, then the mind is taken for exercise. So we start working on the mind and not working by the mind. We can't discard the mind, we have to use the same mind. So we start working on the mind. And this technique we told you so many ways. Working on the mind is, like we work on the body going to the gym. Working by the body is earning bread and butter. See, like we conduct satsang, that is working by the body. If we don't conduct satsang, who will give you food? See, that is working by the body. Then working on the body, we go for a walk, we do exercise, working by the body on the body. Same way, working by the mind, every small little thing is enough to disturb us. And working on the mind, we are living in awareness about the quality of the mind before, during and after the activities are over. In this manner, when we remain in great awareness, then chidatmanubhoshiddi, then it is possible, otherwise not. Up to here we have seen, the 31st mantra tells, Ātmani kadāchit api apriya abhāvena param prema spadatvena ātma paramānanda rūpaha iti anandānu bhava siddhihi samyak bhūyāt Ātmani kadāchit api apriya abhāvena See, never a sense of disliking for oneself ever comes. And therefore in Panchadashi we were told, nobody ever thinks about let me not be, but we always want to be. We don't think that I should not be there. And the second thing, everything is liked in this world for the sake of the Self. Like the uttapam, we liked it. Did we like the uttapam for the sake of the uttapam? No, for our sake. When we eat it more than required, we can go to sleep without taking medicine, see, for the sake of the Self. In the same manner, the self is not like by us for any other purpose. It is only for the sake of the self. See? And therefore, this Atma, the self, is an altar of extreme, supreme love. And therefore, if you remember, I mentioned once, When the love is a verb, samsara begins and we fall in this world. But when love is the noun, it is no more a thought. Love is not a thought. It is a thought-free experience. And therefore, whenever something what we like is available, we become happy because thoughts are erased. So, the happiness and that happiness because of the love, both of them are thought-free experiences. So, ātmani kadājit apriya abhāvena parama parama padatvena cha ātma paramananda rūpai Ānanda ānubhava siddhi Bhuyat. So, we should recognize the meaning of Ānanda like this. Ānanda is when the duality between Sat and Chit ends. Means, when the experiencer and experienced duality disappears, that non-dual experience is called as ananda. And that experience of ananda where duality remains. Like I like this particular thing when I got I was so happy. So their experiencer and experienced the duality was there. So it is not Shuddha Ananda. Then it was only a pleasure. It was an illusion of happiness. Because, for example, if somebody likes, let's take Rasagulla, first he will eat, let us, for our understanding, he will have um, 100 units of happiness. Then second, Rasagulla, 99 units of happiness. Go on adding, keep on eating, keep on eating. A stage comes, then the same Rasagulla will be a source of misery. So the dependent happiness is pleasure. It is not bliss. It is blister. Therefore, Atmani Kadhachi Rapi Apriya Abhavena Parama cha Atma Paramananda Rupaha Paramananda means <laughs> what? That ananda to which nothing can be added or nothing can be subtracted from. In case of the ānanda that we experience in the deep sleep, that deep sleep ānanda is nothing but the uh, grades of happiness. Before going to sleep we are tired, we make the bed and all that. Slowly, slowly different grades of happiness begin. But this Brahmananda cannot be graded, therefore it is ultimate, Paramananda. Then, Abharupasya Vishvasya ch- Bhanam Bhasaka Sannidhimbina pīna Sambhavati Bharupatma Sarvagatahaiti Sarvagatatmanu Bhavasiddhi Samyaghuyat Abharupasya Vishvasya Bha means Prakash, light. Abha means jad, inert. So these Abha rupasya vishvasya bhanam, how that object is recognized? Bhasaka sanidhim vina vina sambhavati. Unless there is an illuminator, things cannot be illumined. Now be very, very attentive. Very sukshma thought in Vedanta Shastra. See, the sound itself is inert. The sound is heard by the ears. Ears are also inert. But when the ears or the hearing ability, when it is bathing in the light of consciousness, then that inert hearing ability becomes enlivened. So, in the hearing ability, the enlivening of con- by the consciousness has happened. And, the enlivening of consciousness in the sound was not there. So, when the sound comes and hits the hearing ability, then that very moment, sound is known. In this, the difference is the hearing ability or the ears, they have the capacity to allow the consciousness to express as hearing ability. But in case of the sounds, they do not have that ability. But that doesn't mean there is no consciousness. So there are two things now. Consciousness expressing as object, Consciousness expressing as the illuminator of the object. In both the places, it is the same consciousness. Something like cathode and anode. In both the wires there is electricity. But the light will happen only when these two are connected by a bulb. Similarly, the object is nothing but consciousness where consciousness is not expressing as life and our faculties, sense organs, they are also equally inert but they have the capacity to express consciousness as life. And therefore, when these two consciousnesses, one manifest, other unmanifest, in the sense organs, consciousness is manifest as life. In case of the inert world, consciousness is not able to manifest as life. And therefore they appear to be separate. But when the manifest consciousness through the sense organs comes in contact with the sense object, then the contact is established and the knowledge takes place. Therefore, knowledge is a bridge which brings the object-subject together where the duality disappears. That is what we told you. Knowledge without the knower is consciousness. Experience without the experiencer is consciousness. In this experience when experiencer is not born, impression will not be created in the mind, memories will not be made. We remember our childhood. Do we say, I remember myself? No. I remember childhood. I remember Purusha Sukta. I remember Delhi. But when it comes to the self, there is no memory possible. Because the experience of the self is not through the mind. But when you must have heard so many times, but we have forgotten our one nature. Forgotten means what? Do, do we have to remember or what? We cannot forget ourselves. Therefore, this Abharupasya-Vishvasya Consciousness is dormant, unmanifest in the inert world. Consciousness is manifest in the sentient world. When the sentient world, inner world, they come together the consciousness gets connected unmanifest manifest and the knowledge takes place so this consciousness which is both manifest and unmanifest is beyond the two let this be my experience therefore Vina Therefore this conscious self is Sarvagataha in everything and being. See if we see the wall, you know this comes in our um, Panjadashi, very beautiful thought. On the wall, there is the general sunlight, like here in the hall, there is general sunlight. And if there is some kind of a mirror or a water bucket, and there the sun has fallen, and from that reflected, uh, reflection of the sun, another beam of light comes and lands on the same wall. Be attentive. Now, on that wall, there are two types of lights. One is general light, one is specific light. Our attention will naturally go to the specific light. But where the specific light is, there, the general light is also there. But a specific light covers the general light. Mind is a specific light, consciousness is a general light. Eyes, specific light, mind, general light. See? The objects, specific light, sense organs, general light. So when we give too much importance to the specificity, the general is hidden. That is what you are chanting 12, second chapter nisha sarva bhutanam tasyam jagrati sayyami sayyami means the one whose mind is under perfect control with reference to time, space and object. Trayam me Patanjali says. Now such a mind is able to go beyond the obvious. See, this example I gave you, one of my police friend in Delhi, when he asked me this question, give me some homework for one year. So when I told him, switch off the lights, what do you see? Only darkness. Okay. Then switch on. What do you see? The things in the room. So, first darkness has covered his own being because he was extrovert. When the light came, the objects covered. What the objects covered? Objects covered the light. Light was general. But his attention was to specific objects. See, And when it was indicated, hey, there is light also. Yes, yes, there is light also. When it was indicated, then he appreciated there is light. But then, beyond the light also, there is something called electricity. So what was happening? The specific was covering the non-specific. Now see, how many specificities we carry as a burden in our life. I am man, I am woman, I am young, I am old, and I am spiritual, I am spirited. See? I like somebody, somebody doesn't like me, I am all, all rubbish. See, therefore the whole world, Abharupasya vishvasya Bhanam. See, this world cannot be cognized unless there is only one line, one wire. You can't light the lamp or the bulb. You require both of them. Then only knowledge happens. So the difference is what? One is cathode, one is anode. One is plus, one is minus. Plus is the sense organs. The minus is the sense objects. If there are... Only sense organs and no sense objects. What knowledge will take place? See. One day, a person went to the doctor to check his eyes. (coughs) So, what the doctor does, he will start the letters illuminated by backlight. Ah, Read this. First line, can you read? No. Okay, then he makes it double. Now you can read? No. Then the doctor said, how can he read? Again, now? No. How come? I don't know English. (laughs) Now that person, how can you check his eyes? He was not asking his knowledge about language. Whether he can see the object or not. And when he was shown those letters, uh, suddenly the light goes. Absolute power failure. When there is a power failure, will the eyesight be tested? You can't test. So the vision is because of the objects. Objects are because of the vision. They are mutually dependent. So, to understand in the language of electricity, our vision, eyes, is the positive anode and objects are cathode negative. When these two things together, knowledge happens. See? If there are two bulbs without electricity next to each other, can they put the light? No, it cannot. This is what is the meaning that vishvasya bhasaka vina bharupatma sarvagataha. Therefore, the consciousness is all-pervading. So, what is the difference? The difference is, in some upadis, the consciousness cannot manifest as life. In other upadis, it can manifest as life. So it is a difference on account of the upadhi and nothing else. See, like the example we have been repeating. This example is so simple. If we can digest one day clicks, see the joy. Man reflects as a son in front of his father. He reflects as a husband in front of the wife. He reflects as a father in front of his son. But why, when he is the same, why sometimes he is a son, sometimes he is a husband, sometimes he is a father? Because of the upadhi. See? But why he is not a son every time? How can he be a son to his own son? Unless he is from USA. It's such a great fun. The smart sarvakata atma. So, let Sarva Gatatmanu siddhi Samyak Bhuyat. So let this happen that I experience oneness with the totality. Be attentive. Oneness with the totality doesn't mean keep on hugging everybody in the world. Keep on hugging. No. That is not the meaning. The sense of otherness. If perceived, but does not influence, that is the experience. Differences are recognized, but differentiation is not practiced. Like, we experience differences, hands are not the stomach, stomach is is not the legs, legs are not the ears. They are different. But do we differentiate? No. Because everywhere... Sarvagata atma, I alone am. Second thing, will my eyes try to uh, establish that I love the feet? No. If the finger goes in the eyes and it hurts, will the eyes take a revenge? I'll cut you. No. See. So there is no normal reaction like love and hatred, thank you, no thank you, no nothing. Because everywhere I alone is. This Sarvagata Atmanusiddhi, Sarvagata Atmanusiddhi, bhuyat such a person leads a life most effortlessly. And what happens with most of us? this example I told you, one lady, a Britisher, so she took me to some church for a lecture, but it was very late for her fault. And after that, we finished the lecture for about an and a half hour, then tea, coffee, and then I went to my hostess place, Dinner, and then I was watching a documentary on Tibet. So she told me, Swamiji, now you go and sleep. I said, Look here, I am not your baby. Don't dictate me. I'll do whatever I like. No, 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 I don't mean that, but you must be tired. You came all the way from India. I said, Don't worry about me. You manage your, You go and sleep. You are feeling sleepy. No, I want to be like you. I say, you cannot be like me. The reason is, your whole life is a struggle. You want to prove something to somebody. Watch within our own lives. We try to prove I am a good person. I don't shout at others, I shout at myself in the mirror. Pagal ho <laughs> See, friends, we struggle to prove something to somebody. Don't prove. Relax. And second thing, we justify. Remove these two things from your system. We don't have to prove anything to anybody. We don't have to justify anything. Justification is because of the guilt. One example, how justification is bringing a very strong personality out of us. When we want to prove something, another strong personality. Those days in Mumbai, there were no flyovers. And we had to go to Boriwali for a talk. So, When we were going, railway crossing, and we reached and the gate was closed. So we have to wait. Nothing can be done. And it took about 15 minutes. And when we went to our site of lecture, the person who was driving me, he said, Swamiji, I'll go and announce that because of this thing. I said, did anybody ask you? No why do you tell second thing you are giving lecture or i am giving lecture so i mean yeah, of course you are giving i said then why don't you shut up what is the need to justify if your conscience is pure you are not late because of laziness you are not late because of your habit you are not late because you are sleeping See man, so important it is, but we try to justify every time something or the other. See, actually I was coming, we didn't ask you, if you don't come who cares. After the lecture was over, I pulled another 15-20 minutes and everything was over. Then I asked him, I said, hey did anybody ask why you were late? These two things we have to get rid of. One, try to prove something. Two, try to justify something. Do we prove when something goes in between the teeth, we take our something and see, see, I am removing it. Say thank you. Like the, the kids. Give them something. Say thank you. Say thank you. No thank you. You are one. There are many appearances, but the substratum is one. Asat, Jada, Dukkhatmaka, Ahankara, ādibhyā, Milakshanataya, Pratikulena, Satya Jnana, Rupena, Anchati, Prakashate, Iti, Pratyagatmanu, Siddhi, bhuyat. So we have seen Sat, then we have seen Chit. The 35th was Sat, 35th was Sarupa. Now, then Abharupa, that is the uh, Mahārūpa ātmā, then third is the Sat. Asat, Jada, Dukhātmaka, three things, 34 was the Sat, 35 was ānanda and 36 was Chit these three things put together, now the 37th mantra, the teacher says, Asat Jada Dukkhatmaka Ahankara Adibya vilakshanataya So what is the Jada, Jada Asat? Asat is that which is not existent. It appears and goes. Like the waves are Asat. Ocean is Sat. Ocean is Asat. Water is sad. So, asad, jada, inert, and dukkhatmaka of the source of miseries, such as ahankara adibhyā, vilakshanaha, such as the five great organs, organs of action, perception, mana buddhi, chitta, ahankara, all of them, etibhyaha vilakshanataya, contrary to that, pratikullaena, absolutely opposite, pratikula to this is Satyam Jnana Ananda Rupena Ancati Prakashate. Now about this, the best thoughts I like, that of Santa Ganeshwar, which comes in his extraordinary composition, anubhav There he mentions, first of all, the glory of the word, Shabda. And he goes on glorifying how the words are great. See, Bhakwan Shankaracharya also writes in Sadhachara that Sushupto purusho Purushoyadvat Shabdena Eva Avuddhade. The question raised was how simply by telling Tattvamasi what is going to happen, nothing will happen. He said, Don't think Shabda Shaktehi achintatva Shabdad Eva Aparok Shadi. It is by the strength of the words alone, the truth is revealed. Now, Bhagavan Nanevshara Maharaj writes, first glorifies the words, how the words are great, this thing, this thing, all that. And then he says, Sat is said to deny Asat. The Chit is said to deny inert. And ananda is said to deny miseries. But the truth is, never asat. What is the need to say sat? If there is a possibility of asat, non-existence, then there is a requirement to say sat. This is the basic difference in the... Uh, knowledge gathered through the sense organs, etc., or the mind, etc., and the knowledge that pure consciousness is. In case of the knowledge gathered through the mind, it is always asti nasti prate Between the two. Something is, something is not. Everything in this world is always recognized. As is and is not. This is a mango tree, it is not an apple tree. This is khandala, it is not Mumbai. Asti nasti. This is day, it is not night. This is awakening, or waking experience. This is just an example. I don't know how many of you are awake. What I see from here, you don't see from there. From your Shambhavi mudra, I can tell you where you are. But I am not talking for you. I am talking for myself. That keeps me busy. So, The experience, if asti-nasti is and is not, vikalpa, is not there. When there is no vikalpa possibility that I am not, this vikalpa is not there, is it necessary to tell I am? See? But when the basics are not clear, we keep on spinning the words and get lost in argument logic. And in that logical argument, what happens? We try to prove how I am right. We try to justify what I did was right. This is how the samsara begins. To get out of it, my simple technique don't get entangled in any argument with anybody. Narajji tells, Vado na avalambhya. We have to value human beings more than anything in this world. There is a friend of mine, he is a Swami also. (coughs) Earlier he was a Ghrastha, wife died. (coughs) Then what to do? He became a Babaji. So, he says, I don't like human beings at all. Useless. Then what do you like? I like monkeys. Birds of the same feather, <laughs> And he not only says, but he practices that. In Vrindavan he lives. When we go some, once we went somewhere, he was with us in the car. He had got his own car also, he came. And um, he purchased about uh, um, five, six darjans of Bananas. I said, oh God, now you are going to go to that um, uh, Bihari temple and distribute to all the no, 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 I don't like human beings, I don't give. Then I'll give to the monkeys. And that particular spot he goes and all the monkeys are waiting for this monkey to come. <laughs> and then he will keep on giving all the monkeys 50, 60, 100 of bananas, you know. He said, I feel so happy. See? I said, it is the same like when we stand in front of the mirror we feel so happy. He said, Swamiji, I have not studied Vedanta like you although I have a guru but um, when you say something and you don't understand. I said, this is very good. You have not understood. Vedanta is for fools, not wise like you. Therefore, this Satchidananda is to deny the Asat, Sat is said. Sound has gone down or okay? So, the Sat is just to deny the absence. Therefore, Sat. To deny the Inertness, chit, and to deny the miseries, ananda. So the denial is neti neti, nishedharupena. So satya ananda Rupena anchati prakashate iti pratyagatmanu bhavasya dih samyag Now, when we start working on this, how it will work? Everything in this world is constantly changing. That which is changing is Asat. That which doesn't change is Sat. Is the rule. Thumb rule. So everything around us is changing. So when we are accepting the changes as they are, you are rooted in the Sat, the changeless. But when we get influenced by the changes, then we are far away from the Sat, the unchanging reality See? Therefore, one of the simple rules is this: those who are unable to change and adapt themselves according to the situation, they are erased. See? All that is the past or the old is gold, and all that is new is not gold is a foolishness. Wise person should take out the best of both old and the new. But you will see, we get lost in these non essentials and we think we are the Dharma Rakshaka. See? Like in some ashrams. The other day I went to one ashram in Gujarat, near Ahmedabad. And that Mahatma, the second Mahatma, he also died. So they are the third Mahatma, he was not there. We went and saw very nice, well-built place. Proper rooms, but, uh, bathroom latrines, and clean, neat uh, temple, everything. So, they said, Swamiji, now you are seeing it like this, but uh, about uh, five, ten years before, it was not like this. Only thatch huts. And all those who come, They have to go for toilet outside in the jungle. There is no need to have toilet in Niyadhav. They are here for sadhana. They should do sadhana. Then, taking food. Indian culture, Indian tradition, sitting on the floor. Where from that stupidity has come God knows? This has nothing to do with the culture. See, In Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavan Sri Krishna says, in 10th chapter, observe this, he never said that I am the tradition and the culture of a society. He never said that. But he did say, "Niti Rasmi Jigishitam, those who want to succeed in the future, for them, the ability to plan in the present, that is me. So let our attention be on the future so that we can plan properly in the present. But instead of that, the old thing, when we were children, who cares? See, friends, eating by the hand is Indian. Much more Indian eating by mouth directly. Don't get carried away by all that. This has nothing to do. Therefore, Satya jnana ananda rupena anchati prakashate. This is pratyagatmanubho siddhi bhuyat. Therefore, we are not against anything. See? Pratyagatma siddhi means what? We are not opposed to anything in this world. This is one of the most subtle spiritual practices. And In this practice, we don't have to do anything. It is like that. Whether we want or we don't want, it is like that. Like our eyes, vision is not opposed to any color or any form. The rule is, the illuminator is not influenced by anything. Therefore, not opposed. The ears are not opposed to any word, any sound. The mind is not opposed to any thought. It is not only bad thoughts only come in the mind and good thoughts come in the nose. No. Mind is not opposed. Similarly, the conscious reality that we are is not opposed to Jagra, Sapna, Susupti, Samadhi. Let everybody come. Sometime, Jagra, uh, Mayandar, Ajau. Boro gaya shachalaya. See? This unopposed existence is our essential nature. This is the meaning of practicing this. Satya dhyanananda rupena anchadi prakashate iti pratyagatmanu ho siddhi samyak bhuyaat. When this is not understood, All kinds of funny, funny things. There used to be one Swamiji, he is no more. He was extremely against English. To such an extent that he used to hate English and English-speaking people. In Prabhupada, he used to come regularly. I think during the winter months, he used to come there. So, he was very elderly, very well-read. So I used to go and do Namaskar. Then he will not allow me to sit on the floor. He will keep a chair next to him. I said, Maharaja, I said, no, 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 you are equal to me. It's all right, I sit next to him. And one statement, always the same, I must have heard this statement a number of times. He used to say, all the people sitting around him, if you want, and he will tell in Hindi, if you want to hear Gita in English, there is only one Mahatma in the world, and that is Swami Anand. All other people will look at me, oh, sure. like a zoo. <laughs> Earlier, he used to hate English. And then one day he told me, why don't you translate my commentary on Gita, which is in Sanskrit, into English. Then he said, Um, I might have written in Sanskrit, but who reads it? All the books that I have printed, they are piled up, nobody reads it. Even the people in the ashram don't read it. Then he realized that what is important is what is acceptable at a given moment. Swami Vivekananda used to say, Vedanta and English will always remain in this world. Britishers came here to destroy us. And to destroy, they brought their language, their policies to divide and rule. But they forgot this. Indians are genius. Because of the common English language, a good Jew, Mahatma Gandhi, could write to a Tamilian in Chennai, in English. And communication was established, and the present Indian map is a gift from the Britishers. Earlier, this was not the map of India. Only small, small kingdoms, here and there, each fighting with each other. See, friends, but if we insist, no, only one language, then jhakara comes. Therefore, satya nanda Rupeda means we are not opposed to anything. Whatever people do, it's okay. Many people are obsessed vegetarian. Vegetarian. As long as they don't eat you, it's okay. When they start, suppose they are sitting next to you and they want a um, carrot. Carrot is not seen. They pluck your finger and start eating. Then it's, no, not. <laughs> Take a lady's finger, better than mine. (laughs) Otherwise we become so serious and disturbed and reacting. Don't react in this world. The day you stop reacting, you are nearer to yourself. Reactions come when it is shallowness. Like the shallow waters, waters make more noise. <coughs> deep waters don't. <coughs> because in the deep waters there are no waves. Only on the surface there are waves. So it manu bhava said bhuyad then Jadasya Vasamanam Chaitannameva, Vastavam Before establishing the existence of any inert object. Before that, there has to be a sentiency, knowledge, consciousness. Without that the existence of the inner object cannot be established therefore paschat bhasamanasya jadasya before the establishment of the existence of an inner object bhasamanam chaitanyameva vastavam the illuminating consciousness is vastavam is real One child was asked, "Now, who is in the other room? Nobody. How do you know? I think, I don't think. Go and see. So unless he goes and sees, his his statement has no value. Therefore, before the establishment of any inert, first, awareness, consciousness is necessary. Now take your own personal experiences. When we wake up from the sleep, these steps, if you make this as your spiritual practice meditation, two times before going to sleep and when you come out of the sleep. When we come out of the sleep, how the whole thing begins? Oh, I want a cup of tea. Aray Ram, the Be cool. First what happens is we become aware of our being. First step. Then second thing is what is the time? Third thing, space, where are we? Fourth, what we have to do? See, this step by step. So unless there is awareness, the jada jagat, the time, space, object will not begin. See, see, Therefore, when somebody is in a coma, he has no problem. In one house in Bombay, one Gujarati family invited me for dinner. After dinner was over, then they said, Swamiji, our Dadima is sleeping in the other room. She is not well. Please bless her. So, I went there and she was in coma all our tubes and the nurse was taking care of her. So, to whom can I talk? I can't talk to a comatose. So I talked to the nurse. I said, hey, Amma, how are you? Are they paying you okay? Yes, Yes, they are paying me all right. (laughs) I said, pray to the Lord, till you get next patient, continue. And after that, those people came to see me, how I blessed. The moment I saw they came, immediately I took that dilapidated hand of that old lady, put my hand on her hand, and I kissed my hand. (laughs) Not that dying hand. And then I had to pretend I am doing something. So only lip movement, like many of you, when you don't remember the (laughs) Gita, I can catch who is knowing and who is not knowing. See? so I was doing the same thing. <laughs> Swamiji has given blessings. Then I came out. Third day that man came to meet me. He said, Swamiji, you are great. I said, what great? You remember you came to our house? I said, I don't remember. No, you came to her house for dinner. I said, go to so many houses. I don't remember at all. He said, no, there was our Dadima, she was ill and you came and blessed her after your dinner. Then I realized, oh God, now my blessing, what it has done. <laughs> now, there are two options. One option is that lady survived. If she survives, he has come to kill me. And if she dies, my blessings kill people. Two options. And then he said, we could not see her miseries by your grace. Your prayers were listened by the God and she has gone to God's abode. We could not see her suffering. I said, look here, whom are you cheating? You are cheating yourself, not me. He said, what is the cheating? I said, look here, a person who is in coma never suffers. A person who has to pay the bill, a <laughs> Because there, the consciousness has not become identified with the body. See, friends. So, in deep sleep and in coma, there is no I. See, friends. Therefore, Vastavam, what is the reality, is... This conscious reality alone is real. So, be attentive. When we say conscious reality, we are talking about a manifest. In case of the inert world, consciousness is there, but it is not manifest. See, It has to manifest. So, Chaitanya meva vasthava Sarupamiti iti Thus, having fully confirmed this in your understanding, if I is not there, my wife cannot exist. If I is not there, my property cannot exist. If I is not there, my health cannot exist. If I is not there, nothing is there. See. But many times we have got this funny notion, I don't know what will happen after I die. When you are alive, nothing has happened. What can happen after death? People will be happy. Thank God, gone. See, friends. Therefore, Sarupam Nishchityam, then Jadam Upeksha. eva Chittam Nirandaram Samyak Bhuyat. Then Jadam uh, Upeksha. See? So, where are we at a given time? Are we? In the center or at the periphery. If you look at our own personality, we are like a merry go round the big huge wheel. In the center hub, then you go long way, maybe ten feet, twenty feet, and a huge wheel is there. If you are sitting on the big wheel and when it goes fast up and down. While going up, this is not difficulty. When it comes down, oh, immediately something happens. As you start moving from the periphery to the center, the effect of the movement of the wheel will be lessened. And when you come at the hub, no effect. Exactly the same way. When we are living at the periphery of our personality, Our possessions, our relations, our achievements, our failures, our personality, our honor, our dishonor, our understanding, misunderstanding, not understanding, wrong understanding. How much distant we are. From there when we start migrating with the wisdom that unless I is there, none of this can exist. So what is the reality? This I is the reality. In this manner, when we start discarding the peripheral accumulations. So, the achievements and failures are far peripheral. Then objects, they are also peripheral. Then sense organs, they are also peripheral. Then the experiences gathered in the mind, they are also peripheral. Then I, the one who experienced childhood, youth and etc., that is also peripheral. Till we remain in this peripheral aspect of our personality, samsara will torture us. But when you come to the center, and see the beauty, without the center, periphery has no existence. This is our Vastavam Rupam. So, Jadam Upeksha, meva Chittam Nirantaram Samyak So, let the Chitta always remain as Chit. If you remember our Sadāchāra text, Chittam Chitcha Vijaniyat, Takara Rahitam Yada, Takaro Vishayadhyasaha. Japara gau yathamanau. Chitta is essentially chit. When takara rahitam yada, so if you write the word chitta in Sanskrit, Devanagari, then chi matra half-ta and full-ta. If you remove the complete-ta, it becomes chit. So what is the complete-ta? takaro vishaya dhyasa. means an illusion of objective reality. As if the objects are real. Example is given, japa rago Like if you take this water bottle, it is transparent, it has no color of its own. But when it is held against the color, it appears as if The color is that of the bottle, but it is not, in the same manner. It appears as if this world is real, but it is not. The reality is the chit. Therefore, the real spiritual practice begins, give up the peripheral existence and come back to the center. When we are living a peripheral existence, we are self-centred. And when we are leading our life as a spiritual life, then we are self-oriented. We are not self-centred. A self-centred person will hold on to the periphery and the centre and keep on accumulating. A self-oriented person will give up all the periphery and merge in the Absolute. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishate Om Shantishanti Harihi Om Sri Guru Vyona Maha Adi Om.